Hey, ladies and gentlemen, back and welcome to another episode of uh, Get Best. So it's the tale of Richard Warren Sears and James Cashpenny's escape from purgatory, return to Earth in a quest, uh, a misguided quest, I guess you'd say, of vengeance against Jeff Bissos, founder of Amazon.com, uh, who they felt ruined their retail empires. Uh, it turns out he didn't, you know, just uh, trends in the marketplace and lack of innovation and a bunch of other, you know, correspond, you know, just flow chart stuff. Venn diagrams, uh, private equity, all those things, but but they didn't. They ended up actually becoming friends, the three of them. And in season one, they went. You know, they had adventures, and they said, "Hey, uh, uh, the big wheel of story, as they say, you turned uh, and kept on turning." And then the next thing you knew, they ended up running a little place called Hell. It was Hell two point because Hell one point oh, original Hell had been de-existed, forgot why, I think so, bureaucratic, bureaucratic uh, mis, mis, ineptitude, we'll say. And then in an attempt to approve, improve humanity's lot, the three of them, R.W., Richard Warren Sears, James Cashpenny, and Jeff Bissos, uh, they said, hey, let's try to improve Earth. You know, if we're, we're going to be running hell, we might as well do our best. And this is in uh, whatever that thing's called, par- par- parody or satire. That's really what they said. They said, let's do our best here. Let's really try to help Earth. Let's put hell to the best use we can. It should be noted that they had probably only worked in hell for a few months before they came up with this idea. So that could be where the uh, the disconnect was. Not in their good intentions, though. Uh, but I guess this is kind of a summary based on assumptions. So just remember, I'm making an ass out of you and me when I tell you this stuff. But as far as my assumptions go, they said, hey, let's uh, everybody seems like decent chaps down here. Eternity's just so long. And if we've got you for eternity, let's make an eternally good use of all of you people. Let's get you all back on Earth. Let's get you paired up with living humans. I think it turned out that the, the population was pretty close. Like, I don't know what the population Earth is, like a couple bill, and that was there. So they said, uh, okay, let's send it, let's just get a one to one ratio going. We'll get, you know, get, match people up, uh, learn from mistakes. Take, they said, let's take this whole takes a village idea. It takes a village and an eternal. Uh, afterlife of doom or whatever to make a you know make a child's growth or whatever. So they sent everybody from hell. All the um, actually the hell has employees, just like a lot of stuff. So employees didn't go anywhere, but just the uh, residents. And just another thing, this isn't a metaphor for anything. It's just like uh, this is what happened. You know, I'm just following what happened. They, but they sent everybody out. And then it didn't go well because they, I guess, because they hadn't spent enough time there, maybe. Like they had a good idea. They said, we're doers, triple doers. Let's do this. Let's fix it all. Uh, It turns out you don't want, you don't want, it's like, well, I don't know. So that crashed the Earth's population. And in order to just stop everything that was happening, they had to go out. Richard Warren Sears and James Cashpenny, they had this one thing called the Horn of Jethro or Jericho, which de-exists. So they pretty much had to de-exist everybody. And there was also like somewhat catastrophic effects on the atmosphere. 
I think, you know, again, I think I already covered that. As we started, uh, this just accelerated what was already happening. Uh, but before you panic and you say, well, what the fate beholds humans? Well, okay, I'll tell you what. There was one society that carved out, and, and out of this chaos, with some advantages uh, provided by Jif and RW, or no, uh, James Cashpenny, this society grew. And if it grew into a near utopia, the last... Uh, modern society of humanity where believe it or not all the time we have for world building and backstory really haven't found out a whole lot about this society other than it's a near utopia or you it seems like you're pretty utopian everyone kind of contributes to the society uh somehow you choose you say hey i'm gonna help like i'm uh, something like that i don't think i don't want to use that uh I don't think it's any political thing. It's just, hey, you, if you choose to be here, you got to choose to to keep things going. And that seemed to be working for humanity. But for hell, having humanity at its best means you're going out of business. And if, if, if you're working in hell, it means you're either getting reassigned or uh, you know, terminated. You say, well, you don't work here anymore. But obviously we can't, you know, so it, it was dire straits for James, Richard, Richard Warren Sears and Jeff and all their employees that they have grown to love and, and, and become good, close friends with. So then they said, well, what could we do to save hell? And they said, they said, well, didn't the narrator say near utopia? Yeah, there's got to be. We'll, we'll go there. We'll find out. That just catches us up with this season, which I think now we're like 16 episodes in. So hold your breath here. Then they came he came to Bessos here on Earth, I mean, which is an ultra-modern utopia. They said they were looking for sinners. They real slow, but they said, hey, let's do a play. Richard Warren's here, so let's do a play about sin. We'll get everybody loving sin, and then we'll... You know, then we'll have sinners. Well, everybody will be happy. Uh, James was a little hesitant on that. Then the angels accelerated their plan to close down hell. Oh, and also the almighty uh, supreme being is on sabbatical, just in case. I say that every week. Uh, but just in case, that's why I say, well, I don't get that part. And I say, well, there you go. Almighty is on sabbatical. Not a plot hole. You know, a hole in a hole in the, uh, you know, chain of command issue, not a plot issue. Uh, but so the angels, while the Almighty's on sabbatical, they said, "Whoa, oh boy, we've really, this whole hell thing in the earth thing is really going to make us look bad when the Almighty comes back. So maybe we should just get rid of earth and hell. And then when God, we'll just use God for, for the term right now. When God gets back, we'll say, hmm, oh, see, that wasn't on the, they say, oh, boy, that's why we said don't use these uh, dry erase boards. It was a dry erase error, uh, Almighty. And then, of course, it'd be trouble, but they figured if the Almighty comes back and says, well, where's all the humans? They say, well, which humans, you know, uh, Oh, the Earth humans? Uh, well, there's some problems. There's a couple left in a near utopia. I see. So that's so the angels said, let's just get rid of both. 
Now, obviously, no human, you know, everybody was like, well, we don't want to get to, we don't want to lose Earth. You know, because we're, we're ego-based creatures. So once everybody heard about that, they said, well, let's find our own way to stop these angels. And that's kind of caught us up. There's a couple angels snuck in. They were pretending they were humans, but they're not very sneaky. I guess because they're angels, maybe it's not allowed. Like sneaking around. Uh, they, but they were doing it, so maybe it's just frowned upon. So no one did it, but they did it. They got caught. And then they, 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 everybody tried to play dumb, like on all sides, which was wicked. You know, they, you slept through that part. It was good. It was a good part, though, but you could re-listen to it if you need to. And then they said, okay, um, uh, then they, they, uh, I think it was like something like the People's Army of Bassos or something. They burst in, led by our friend Mary Lou. And I think our friend Malik might be behind this. I'm not positive. But she said, you know, I'm placing everyone under arrest by the people, by power, People's Power Party of Bassos or something. Uh, you know, no angels allowed because they figure the angels are there uh, to divest, divest themselves of humanity. Like just Earth-based humanity. Supposedly there's other planets out there and those are, there, some are populated. Now that's not in this... Uh, uh, canon of this story or maybe it is i don't know so that's really where we left off and so welcome back to another episode of uh, get besos yeah all right hi everyone it's me the narrator good to have you all back here and we're right back where we left off last week for once once in a blue moon i don't know if the moon's blue i haven't looked outside i'm just because i'm in I don't know if you all know this. I'm only contained within this story. Kind of why I'm stressed, you know. I said, well, what does that mean if I lose my job? And he says, is this a parallel to the story? And you should have seen the pod, man. He, 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 I don't know if you can sigh and growl at the same time. He said, Did you? And then he's saying this stuff between his teeth. How do you create you? And I said, well, I'm just trying to do my best here within the circumstances of my existence. You know, I'm not a, I said, would you, how, how, how hard is it to be gratitude, you'd have gratitude that you're a human? And I said, you know, I, I, I'm trying to do my best to have gratitude as a narrator, uh, to be grateful for the things I am can narrate. That's how, that's why I was starting this. Uh, but just, I know I don't want to mess anything up for you, but you just think, just let me lay that on you again. I only exist within this story, okay? So cut me some slack, by goodness, but I am so grateful and full of gratitude, overflowing. I mean, only overflow till for so long. Oh, he just held up a sign in the closet. Narrators live in perpetuity. I don't know if that's a word, though. But anyway, it's... I'm getting used to his writing, but uh, I am grateful because we are right where we left off last week in the courthouse, uh, the center court, the central court, the grand court of Bessos. And within that court was James Cashpenny and Richard Warren Sears. Now, when we before, right when we were there, they were they had switched roles. So they were imitating each other to try to trick the angels uh, the angels had, uh, they were pretending they were humans that had backpacks with jackets over their backpacks. 
And they had had a meeting and they were saying, well, let's talk about this play. But then Mary Lou showed up uh, and I guess the courthouse was surrounded. She was in some sort of uh, command, not commando, special special ops or something uh, geared, you know, all uh, clad in black with some straps and some knits. Uh, spandex maybe, or, you know, breathable fabric, but movable, bendable, no denim. Holy goodness. You know, as a narrator, I'd just, I'd be grateful to even wear denim or spandex because I wear nothing. Because I do this is, this is, this is the, this is my existence. Right, so they, she, she said, I've placed you under arrest, angels. We know you're angels. You're under arrest. By the power of the people, People's Party of Bessos or something, or the people's, you know, some sort of uh, grassroots movement. Uh, so she was there. They were surrounded. She said, don't make me arrest you, James, in RW. I think there was close to some slapstick confusion. Yeah, more slapstick confusion than slapstick humor with this this type of stuff this guy gives me. Now, all that devolved between the last... I'm not sure where we left off exactly and now, because I'm kind of, you know, narrating it. But right now, as I'm narrating it, the story's going. Well, one of the wise limitations he had placed on me to keep me out of the story. They said, well, if I can't pause the story... They said, no questions. What kind of narrator are you? I said, well, you ask yourself. That's... um." But so, so here's where the angels have taken off their coats. Their wings were spread, and they were also symbolic. And I guess because these people weren't, uh, didn't live a lifetime, you know, some of them had been exposed to some of this stuff, but not in a, a pop culture, uh, secular and non-secular uh, stream of images of angels. So they were more curious about the angels than saying, and then, and then, but then the angels were arguing, but you couldn't tell because it was kind of, they said, what? And then Mary Lou had people coming and checking in. Then uh, officials started showing up from Bessos, the news. It, well, I don't think we've ever called it that, but Stacy uh, from the entertainments was there. Malik showed up. Malik's in regular, regular everyday Bessos clothing. Uh, Anya, who seems like some sort of authority figure there, our friend Fallon, she showed up. She she was also some sort of leader, and a couple other people. I don't quite have a beat on, but everyone's arguing. You know, with uh, people, Mary Lou was arguing, Malik saying this is in, and uh, and uh, everybody's staring, and then people are staring at the angels, and the angels saying quit. So that's where we are. A little bit of a chaos. Uh, James Cash Penny who was playing Richard Warren Sears, uh, he has like a harried look on his face, H-A-R-R-I-E-D, or however you'd say it, like, oh. And he's trying to get people to talk to each other, stop shouting, and then, and then, oh, then we're watching Richard Warren Sears walk to the front of the courthouse. He walks up to the judge's uh, seating area, and he picks up a gavel. And just, you know, this will make it easier on your ears. He goes, ping, 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 maybe more. But I think he did less. I think he just did ping, 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 ping. 
and then let's let's pick it up. Uh, order in the court, order in the court, ladies and gentlemen. And I'm glad you're all finally going quiet and this is order and not chaos here. It's interesting. So I guess everyone here has court. I was wondering, I said, well, do I place this gavel here in anticipation? Quiet, no, no questions right now. Thank you. I see all of you about to interrupt me. I have a gavel. Please respect the gavel. And please respect the order within the court. Is I guess it's a, James always uses these words. He thinks I don't know what archetypal means. Uh, also, just in case, angels. I'm Richard Warren Sears, uh, the brilliant Richard Warren Sears you were talking about. Okay, would you? You don't need to comment, but your eyes are commenting in a way I don't. I'm not comfortable with. So anyway, uh, oh James, I don't 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 make that face where you're about to start talking. It, order in a court really means quiet in a court. Uh, so we have ourselves a situation here, Mary Lou. Good to see you. I'm uh, surprised to see you uh, here, looking so stealth and uh, placing the angels under arrest, saying, but I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you're here. This is the, the time is right, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, angels, uh, uh, people beyond, beyond uh, t- t- just two titles. I know we're worried, but we're past that here in Bessos. This is the land of choice. And I, I've tried to find a way, uh, as a great playwright, I, I, I could have been if I had chosen that. Uh, all will be revealed uh, as long as we... As I'm afraid if I stop talking, the order will devolve in the court. Because uh, I can see on all your faces disorder, dismay, uh, disbelief, disrespect. Oh, boy. Every face has to all those things. Oh, disgust. Okay. Uh, dis... Comfort. Oh boy, maybe you angels shouldn't have drank the water. Uh, but I tell you what, I'm just going to go straight into bringing the order to this court so that it doesn't. Uh, okay, so everyone, uh, sit down where you're the seat closest to where you are. That'll be the easiest way. Now you know. Yes, yes, all of you sit one, uh, two. If you have to sit on the floor, yes, sit on the floor. Go ahead and sit. And I'm taking control of things. Mary Lou, Malik, uh, Fallon, Stacy, Anya. Uh, this is all for you, the people of Bessos, James. Uh, even you two, we don't know your names, but we do know your angels. Or Well, you have wings, so it's clear at this point, yeah. And we were trying to trick you. You were trying to trick us. We, I mean, actually, we weren't trying. James and I did fool you uh, a little bit too well. You know, you fell for James as pretending to be me, but my my brilliance shone through. James, I can see. James, James, calm down. Take a couple breaths, okay? And now, angels, I can see you're the most agitated, and now you have no idea of the limits of your powers. So go ahead. What, what what is your question? Oh, oh, what what are you doing, sir? What are you doing with us? Are you putting us on trial? Uh, not exactly. Not exactly. You you need to. I think we were talking about this. Is uh, 
This is a place where art and reality are colliding now. It, for once, we were headed towards art as a solution. I was going to simply put on this play and proactively diffuse this situation. But somehow, uh, you two uh, angels arrived, and, and, and you know, I was just still feeling, getting a feel for the people of Bessos, the will of Bessos. My friend James was uh, acting as a, uh, as, as a distraction. It's okay, James. I'm not, I wasn't using you. You were just being yourself. Uh, but we've gone beyond just a, just a simple play, uh, solving things. But we will solve things here together, all of us. And we're going to bring in, Stacy. I need you to bring in uh, the people of Bessos, and they will sit in the jury box. Go ahead and set up your cameras and things. Bring in who you need to bring in. And go ahead and invite uh, ra- randomly, Fallon and Anya, I want you to randomly select people that are outside. Uh, find a fair way to do it. And, and bring some people inside. We're going to leave some seats open because we do have guests I'm expecting. Okay, Angel, you, you have another question. Who is the judge here? Uh well we'll, well, we'll we'll be the judge of that, I guess I would say, if I could just break the tension with a little humor. Oh, you're not laughing. You still don't understand who's on trial. Well, don't worry. Have a seat. I guess angels don't drink water, which makes sense in some sense. Okay, angel, go ahead. You're still not done. Yeah, okay. I have no authority. Well, you're right. I'm just an out-of-work actor. I ha- I'm a liar. Oh, boy. I'm a playwright and an actor, and now I'm working in a role beyond acting, sir. I'm acting in a commanding position of restoring order, a necessary order uh, within this court, and maybe it'll have ramifications. Maybe we could get this solved, uh, uh, or we could start with you, Angels. I mean, I was going to work my way. As I walk the room and the cameras get set up, there's the people of Bessos all across this great, great city. Uh, what I'm assuming are millions upon millions of you uh, will be watching and you will be wondering, is this drama? Is it melodrama? Is it real world drama? You'll hopefully be with your family and your loved ones or your friends eating a meal, or meals, to be honest with you, because the day of no choosing has begun. And when we conclude, a choice will be made, or choices, uh, or individual choices collectively together equal a greater choice of the sum of its parts. But we will figure that out as we go, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome, uh, James. We're going to take these seats here. Uh, closest to the jury, so we could be close to the jury, which I've been aware of, is that just closer to the jury. So you say, well, that's better, I've heard. So, Richie, this is it. Richie, what are you doing? Excuse me, ladies and gentlemen, I have to consult with my partner here. Uh, Richie, is this the play? Because it's not, not, people don't think it's the play. People don't think it's the play, Richie. Uh, James. Uh, have a seat here. Or, or we, this is where the defense sits. Who are we defending? What are we doing? Uh, James, calm down. 
Okay, uh, calm, calm down. Uh, we, we're neither the defense nor the prosecution. We're both uh, defensively prosecuting, prosecuting defensiveness, Malik, uh, and the angels. Because uh, we have an issue here. We're going to open with opening statements, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, so shut the courtroom doors. Welcome, everyone that's uh, streamed into the courthouse. And what we're going to do here today and over until we were finished is have ourselves a trial. Now, I know it's been a long time since there's been a trial in this courthouse. But I've had some trials here over the past few days. A trialing to cast in the play. A trying, a trial of trying to write the play. I said, I need to help these brothers and sisters of mine, Malik, Anya, Stacy, Mary Lou, Fallon, so many more people, you know, that I've met along the way here. Because uh, they live in a world and a planet that's out of balance. And I, they took me with open arms, and, and and I said to myself, I'll write a play that will help them. Uh, but the play resisted me at every turn. It was a play about a trial, uh, making a case, a case for imperfection. Uh, ladies and gentlemen of Bessos, James, you, you're looking at me like you're amazed. This is, uh, this is what we've been waiting for, buddy. Uh, you, 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 true, true. Oh, you shouldn't have looked at me with such confidence. I lost my, unfortunately, I don't have anything written down, ladies and gentlemen here. Uh, but this play was going to make the case for imperfection, for mistakes, and for the power of that, and the power of, uh, of, uh, but it didn't, it never came together, ladies and gentlemen. And I kept saying to myself, Richard, if you can't put this together, who can? Who can save humanity? Because uh, that's the situation we're facing. And you've been facing it all for a very long time. Before I walked into these gates, for what seems to be hundreds and hundreds of years, uh, you, the people of Bessos, have worked hard uh, supporting one another. In circumstances of, of isolation, though you have each other, of in, in external pressures that have forced you to find creative solutions, and that have forced you uh, to, to, to choose against your own personal interests, and somehow that's worth is still baffling my mind. As I wrote my play, I felt, I said, this is, it makes no sense. And I might as well lay the cards on the table, ladies and gentlemen. You know, I don't think it's anything that James and I are from a place far beyond the walls of your city. And I think as this this case goes on, you'll see, huh, well, what led them here? And how will we lead on? Uh, And I think that's all the opening statements. I want to give everyone a chance here to make an opening statement. Uh, maybe you won't have the time I had. I think we should keep it to two minutes. Uh, do we have a timekeeper? Uh, James, he'll be the timekeeper. Do you have a timepiece? No. I thought I gave you a watch one time, James. 
No. Okay. You tried to. I tried to sell. Okay. Anyway, please don't distract things. I'd like to uh, give you. Who, sir? Who are you in the bank? Charles. And who are you, Charles? Oh, I've never met you. Good council of elders. Of uh, there's always a council of elders, isn't there? And you'd like to speak on behalf of the councillors of elders of Bessos. All right, go ahead, but you only have two minutes, and then I'll cut, you know, then it's over. Uh, thank you, Mr. Warren Sears. Uh, yes, I am, uh, my name is Charles, and many of you know me. And many of you know, uh, you know, how important it is to choose to be a part of our society. And it's been a while since we've had such turmoil within our gates here. Uh, but this turmoil should remind you of the essential nature of your choice to be an active member of Bessos. While the chaos feels like it's swirling like a vortex that could suck us all in, simply putting your two feet on the ground and saying, I choose to do what I can to help, whether it's this moment by staying calm, uh, by comforting one another, by comforting yourself, uh, by seeking out someone, whatever it is, your your choice is still essential in whatever this case this man is rambling on. Okay, that's, uh, thank you, thank you. Uh, do you have like a, three or four words to close out? Uh, uh, just choose to help Bessos and, and, and your choice will be correct. Okay, that's pretty, that's pretty good. Uh, uh, thank you, Sir Charles. Uh, is it Sir Charles? No, there's no, there's no, it is, this is a choice I've made to be helpful for, it's the best way I can serve, but, okay, thank you, that's it, no, don't try to sneak anymore, and thank you. Uh, Malik, you, you, uh, you seem, you, you, you're a sharp young man, I'd like to give you a chance to make a statement, opening statement, to make your case, uh, whatever your case may be. Oh, thank you, Mr., uh, Richard Warren. Uh, thanks, everybody, uh. I, uh, I, I I think you know, that a lot of us uh, younger people here uh, know something's missing. And we've grown up with a sense of unease, like we haven't been told everything. And now this weird stuff has started to happen, and I think it's eroded some of our trust in everything. And I think Charles is right to stay calm, but I think it's also to wonder... What is the thing that's missing? And is the thing that's missing what has been holding us together? And what do we need to, to keep choosing? Uh, because, and this is, I don't know if this is what, what, we have to stick together. And I think these outside forces coming in, these two different uh, forces, I, I don't know. I think we need to make sure we stay together. In that this is maybe, I'm troubled. I'm very okay, Malik. That's not. Maybe you should have spent more time with me. I, I think I can get. I think I can resummarize. Malik was saying that uh, he's scared. He's afraid. Maybe it's a strong word, but uh, and he says, "Geez, everybody else is probably scared too. Maybe we should stick together, uh, but maybe it's important. We're afraid." Uh, I don't know if you were trying to allude to that in a secretive way, but that's what you were saying, right, Malik? Uh, 
Yes, I, I know, I know. Okay. Uh, next up, my friend James is going to make a, 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 a two-minute speech, James, about w- w- talk about hell for these people. Uh, no, Richie, I pass. Uh, no, 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 we need you uh, to weigh in here. I could give you three minutes, I think. And uh, no, no, Richie, just, just please, please skip me, skip me. Okay, I'll come back to you. No, no. Uh, yes, okay. Uh, angels, would one of you like to speak on behalf of the angels for two minutes, two minutes only? Uh, yes, I, uh, hello, yes, we are angels. And we have come here uh, to let you know your behavior is not acceptable, and this behavior is not acceptable either. And it will be responded to. And, you know, we, we're, we've, we've been bothered by uh, what's been going on, and we left you people to kind of choose to create this society, and we I guess we stayed out of it. You know, maybe part of it was that we had uh, uh, some events, I guess, as he said, they did happen very fast, even for us. And when we saw uh, things, to to you it might have taken a while, but as we saw uh, this planet you live on lose population and then this population become concentrated here. Uh, we were worried at first, but then as things moved on, we said, geez, that's happening. Things pretty go- going pretty well there. Let's just stay out of it. And we thought the best. We said, maybe this is humanity at its best, this choosing, and and we're out of your hair. And we said, well, maybe that all that stuff the, the boss was saying was right about them. And then we said, no, you know, we have long memories. So we remembered all this other stuff about you. And then we were spending a lot of time watching Richard Warren Sears and James Cash Penny and and the people they worked with. And we knew it was there. A lot of things were their fault. So we weren't happy about that. And then we said, maybe they, I guess we were wrong about those humans. The other, or I guess we were right. And we were wrong when we thought we were right in that. And now we know uh, I, I don't know. I guess we 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 can't have you. Uh, we can't have this going on here. And if, if what we're thinking, you're planning, and if it's Richard Warren Sears or the whole lot of you deceivers, okay, that's it with the deceivers. That's it. Uh, no poisoning of the order in the court means order with your mouth too. I don't care if you have wings. Uh, oh, Mary Lou, did you want to say something? Uh, yes, I did. Uh, I hope we're putting these angels on trial because it's clear that they have no respect for humanity, that they're outsiders from our world. And I think that's important for all of us to remember that they've come in and you two have come in. Uh, you, you mean me and J- James and I, you could call me Richie. That you've come in and disturbed what we had going and Malik was working hard to try to find a way, and I guess maybe he was even misguided. And that as long as we kept you out, you outsiders out, we would have been fine. But as soon as we start, oh boy, I don't, I don't exactly like. Uh, I think you're kidding me. You know, you, you, you're painting us all as one thing, uh, uh, Mary Lou. You know, James and I are good uh, outsiders. The angels. 
uh, they're jerks, but they might, you maybe, maybe you're, uh, uh, no, 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 you're not welcome here. You're not part of Bessos. And, uh, you, we, okay, thank you, Mary Lou. I think maybe you're, you're, you seem, uh, different. I think, uh, you, you, you had a role as protector, uh, at the quarantine. And now you're just trying to protect your people. But what you're saying is, is uh, uh, well, I guess it's not my place to say it, you know. It's for the court to decide. Uh, easy decision, though, that one. You know, Mary Lou's a really good person. She's just, uh, uh, it's good. this is a lot for everybody to deal with. I understand that's why I put order back in this court. And now I think that, James, you're standing up. Or you, have you decided to speak? You're walking to the other side of the court. Uh, James, you know, we're sitting closest to the jury, James, uh, so that we could be. Why are you sitting in the, that's opposing counsel, James. You're uh, sitting in opposing counsel. Yeah, Richie, I'm, I'm going to sit over here uh, because uh, I'm not sure all the viewpoints are being represented here. Or I'm not sure I share, I think I'm confused, Richie, and I'd like to sit by myself, uh, in, but I feel like I have to act too, like I may have to have a choice here in this courthouse, uh, whether it's order or disorder, I feel like I may need to weigh in, so I am opening my statement, as you said, uh, to say, well, one, everybody needs to take a breath. There's a lot of uh, different ideas going on here. I guess if I could go back, I, I, I don't know what it I mean, I know exactly what we could have done differently, but it was done. And that this Bessos grew out of the, the bad choices Richie and I made and some other people or miscalculations. I wouldn't even say bad choices, but... This society seems pretty great, uh, but also, what about the rest of the world? What about that out there? And angels, what the heck? You come here, and I, I, I'm so confused, and, and I've been so afraid, and that's, I guess, where I've been wrong, and normally I'm not a... I guess I'm always somebody that has an exterior of cool that's thicker than a veneer. Uh, like, I mean, I know, let's say, geez, that guy is charming, Rick James Cash Penny. And that's all true. But I don't know. So, I, Richie, I can't share counsel with you because I don't know the difference between right and wrong. Uh, but I'm willing to weigh in. Uh, that's excellent, James. Exactly what I would have wanted—a voice of, uh, you know, unreason. You know, reason and unreasonability are balanced out in the scales of justice, James. And that's exactly what I need a best friend for. Is to say, okay, I'm willing to take a stand symbolically. Yes, so good, 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 because all will come out. All the questions will be answered in this trial. Okay, and, and angels, relax. Uh, everyone relax. Uh, uh, I haven't announced the judge or what is on trial or who is on trial. 
is sin on trial. And some of you may say, what is sin? Uh, but I'll be making the case, and the, the purpose of the case is to make sure that it, I'm also trying to buy some time because I know we have a guest coming. And, I, you know, I don't want to get to the guts of the discussion. Is that, okay, angels, please don't, it's order in the court, but is that judge, judge is that guest going to be a judge, the judge, the only judge? And you'll be the judge of that, I'd say, a little, a little more courtroom humor. Thank you. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll wait and see. Thank you. Uh, so everyone, let's just take a breath here and slow it down. And Richard Warren Sears is on the, is, is, is on the case of order. Uh, so all will be well. Well, hey, everyone, it's a narrator. What a convenient place to stop. Uh, order in the court. I'd like to order up, uh, uh, you know, some, some better, clearer, clearer narration and maybe a little longer on the tail end. But no, we'll just go straight into the thank yous and good nights. All right, thanks. Okay, I got to do some thanks and uh, uh, good nights to some patrons. I'm making up a little patron pie. Gonna put a dash on Hannah M in there. Magical. Sprinkle a Catherine A. A dollop of Clark C. Splash a Sherry M. A, a, a sprinkle of Ann M. A tablespoon of Lindsay P. A quarter cup of Tom. I'm going to add a gram of Sarah Marie. An ounce of K- Katrina H. And then, it, you know, I'm going to get a, a slab of butter and I'm going to melt it with a little Denise T. And then I'm going to add in some Helen R. And I'm going to, uh, what do you call that with that thing? Whisk that as I add, like slowly, as they say, Kara S, a little Kara S. This is all essences, of course. Actually, this one's a concentrated Christine. And then I'm going to take it and I'm going to, like, uh, what do you call that? Cook, like the ice bath as I put in some Miriam P. And then I'm actually going to add to the ice bath KDS, which just does it, it just pluses things. Uh, then over on the stove, I've got a mixture of Rachel N. Like uh, like layered in with some Heather and some Manu, all layered, and then I'm gonna in in that into those layers, I'm gonna inject some Marianne J. And they say, well, "What do you call? What do you call that when it all comes together?" I say, "Zeman Bobo." That's what I say. And then in the oven, you'll see this next layer. To make this really good, I have some Steve K. That's on that side there. Those are those rounds. Then Oscar G's. That's, yeah, is that cheese? No, it's Oscar G's. And Nicola B, that's on the parchment paper. And in those cedar wraps are Amy P's, which are nice too. And that's all going to come together. We're going to cover that in some Jennifer H. Uh, this the, the mixed, you know, it's like kind of like a hollandaise. And yeah, we're going to put it all in this bowl. And then the, those are some. Those are some. Uh, what do you call those? Lightly chopped J- Irene O's. And then I have Julianne, some Elizabeth, and then I added that. And then I have a mirepoix of uh, Leslie M, Anna M, and Ryan S. 
you know, mirepoix. And on top of that, I have this nice roux, which has uh, R-O-U-X or whatever it is. Get some Lindsay M mixed with some Robin P and some Peter all together. So I have roux and mirepoix, which is nice. And you see over here, this I'm preparing the mousse bouche. It's got a little Carol G. And then I take, took it, made a foam with some Mike V. Then I made a gelatinous air, air gel. That's T. Austin. And then there, that's in a, like a, what do you call that stuff? The nitro, you know, they do stuff with nitroglycerin. That's a, a Kathy W. And then that there is a, uh, I think that's Sunchokes. That's not anybody to think. But the next to that, that wonderful streak there is Alexis J. And then for an aperitif, we have this Misty L mixed with some Darla F. And then a nice Cairn float on top of that. So that's like a pre-pertif, pre-pertif. Now with our fish course, I just got a nice piece of fish. But I've marinated it with some Mike S, and then I've uh, rubbed some uh, Mary G on there. And then the fish is roasting on a bed of Tsarina, which is nice. And then those herbs there are uh, coated with some Lori G. And then this is our next course, a vegetable course. It also has a, 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 what is it? It's whatever they do when you cook it in a liquid. Uh, in a mark, Mark T and Stephen P B are in there. What do you call that? I say, well, it's cooking in a liquid. I, I forget, but that's a technique I'm using. Uh, over here in the pressure cooker, we have Anita S, a little Barbara L in there with some Adam S, and and then interspersed is some Lawrence F. Which that, that really, the pressure cooking is going to do great for that. And of course, I'm sous vide you know, because that's what everybody used to do. And so we have a Tracy W. sous vide with Elizabeth T.M. and a David B. But then I said, well, what if I plus the sous vide liquid? Who, why do I need just water? Uh, so we have a David B. and a Chris F. within the sous vide essences. So that's really going to make that nice. And then as I plate it, you're going to see I'm going to add over here is this Roger S., which is just that that's going to give you like a, a bouquet. And then uh, this is this, uh, this uh, I'm going to like smoke it like the in the bowl. You know, when they put the dome on there with some Ashley G and some Aaron A. And then as soon as I pull the dome off, you know, smoke will dissipate. You'll see that there's a, all of the food is covered in jewels. J-U-L-E-S, not the other kind. And then we're going to, uh, I mean, I got a little bit of sauce of Horvitz. got some Shana W and some Brooke in there. And then before you eat it, you're also going to dip it over here. This it looks like sea salt, but it's not. It's got a fine layer of KDF, uh, Jermaine A, and Elizabeth F in there. And then instead of eating with the regular utensils, you're going to use this Austin W, uh, this Chris K, 
And then this Brandon asked, so they say, well, what are the, I said, well, you, you'll learn. They're, they're just like a fork, spoon, and a knife, but uh, differently named. So, yeah, it's, I wanted to thank you, thank you, and good night. Thank you for all the support over on Patreon. Thanks and good night.